Hi everyone, I'm Allison Ramsey with the Empire Life Podcast, where we interview entrepreneurs from all around the world, and we are a conscious tech company that launches online empires. And today I'm with Emma Boylan, and she her home base is in Ireland, and she left her nine to five to pursue her dreams in having her own marketing consulting company. And I'll hand it over to Emma to intro herself a little bit more. Okay, thanks for having me, first of all, Allison. Um, yeah, my, so my name is Emma Boylan and I'm from a little place called Donegal in Ireland. So it's up the very top, really beautiful, really rural, like our traffic is sheep basically in some places. Um, and uh, like Alison said, I started my own company. I left, I was in a nine to five job and I left that on a Friday and started my business on a Monday. And that was me five years ago. And basically I have worked with everything from politicians to beauticians at this stage um, really helping them develop their messaging in a crystal clear kind of way. So it's attracting their ideal clients and it's actually getting them a faster path to more money. So uh, my background is actually psychology. So I'm very into how your customer thinks and feels and how you can influence that um, based on what you say and what you do. Perfect. And I know you also specialize in storytelling. So I'm sure a lot of psychology comes into the storytelling. And yeah, so plan is and who they want to attract. Mm -hmm, definitely. And our story is a big reason people connect with us. And especially in Ireland, you know, the storytelling will be um, a thing we had done around the fire and that type of stuff. Um, but all over the world, and I always use the example of, you know, and maybe you'll know the answer because I'm speaking to an American here, but who was the 28th president of the United States of America? And usually in Ireland, people can't answer that question. Um, and then I say, well, what did Cinderella lose on the stairs? And they say, oh, her slipper. So people remember stories and they forget the facts. So if you have a good, you know, it's like the X Factor story. If you have that good story where life wasn't so great, then you did something, you learned from it, and now things are going good, people can resonate with that and say, you know what, I'm at the start of her story and I need her to help me or him or her to help me. And that's what I help people develop. So it's just about engaging with people based on what you've been through. And that's what people resonate with. Oh, yeah, I completely agree. And I love how you're speaking about that all around Ireland and Europe and your international speaker as well. That is mm -hmm. amazing. And I would like to dive right in, Emma, and, and go into some of the challenges that you've been through, that you've already succeeded, overcame, and kind of spun and turned into personal strengths of yours. Okay. Okay, um, where do I start? Uh, I, um, like I said, I, I finished, like I, I left my job on a Friday and started outside the box, my company on a Monday. And I was like, okay, so I have no business plan, no marketing plan. I don't, I don't even know how to write an invoice. Like I did not know anything. And I was like, that's me in business. And I didn't really know what to do. Now I had two clients. Um, I had one at lunchtime when I, when I had a job at lunchtime, I used to go to one and after work, I just go to another because who needs to sleep or eat, you know, but I had them and, and that was good. And it was a base. And on the Thursday of that week, I went to a networking meeting. It's actually, it's probably in America as well. It's called BNI. And um, I surrounded myself. There was about 40 or 50 business people in that group who had been in business between probably five and 25, maybe more years. So I literally was like a sponge in there. I immersed myself in what they were doing. I started learning from them. And my biggest tip would be when you're starting out, especially to surround yourself with people who've done it. 
um, or even like get a coach, you know, someone who knows how to do it before you've done, you know, but, but knows how to do what you need to do. Um, and surround, be, be the stupidest person in the room, basically, because that's how you learn. And those people like lifted me up. I actually stayed there for four and a half years. It was 6.30 a.m. in the morning, every Thursday for four and a half years. I have been to one. And yeah. I, I met two people on our team, on the Empire Life team, were from, the, from that specific meeting. And yeah. I had like two hours of sleep before I went to it because we were launching an online empire that night. And it, it was still amazing. It was mm-hmm. great. I need to probably I, go back. Hearing yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I think it's because it's like-minded people. You yeah. know, you're all. No one gets up at that time in the morning if they are ready to do business. You know, you don't go for the breakfast. <laughs> so um, it was a great starting point for me, and I just kept surrounding myself with people. And even in the world we live in, I can watch TED talks. I can look at Gary V. You know, I can have access to people without having direct access to them. And I just kind of immersed myself. I think even when I was working in my my job, I worked in the Chamber of Commerce here where I live. And at nighttime, I was studying my PR. So I was using everything I was doing at at nighttime and using that and doing it during the day in the chamber. So I have no patience, really. You know, so I I just kind of kept moving on, moving forward and soaking up everything I could. So I think, you know, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. My biggest thing I've learned is surround yourself with people who, are better than you who are smarter than you and who know how to move forward the way you want to move forward yes i completely agree completely agree and can you talk to the point also when you work with your clients in or or do you want to go in more into some of your challenges that you've overcame yeah sure so um some of the things i have overcame and i still see with some clients i have as well and business owners would be things like you know, I love saying it, but done is better than perfect. You know, just get it out there. I see a lot of people waiting. You know, let's wait until, like I said, you wait till my hair grows, wait till the paint dries, wait until I get my website up and running, wait till I get my logo done before I start selling, before I start talking to people. And really, they're just excuses. If you really dig down deep into that, it is just, I'm scared. I'm scared to start. What if I fail? You know, and I, I always say, like, weigh it up. What's the worst that can happen? What's the best that can happen? And if the best outweighs the worst, then go and do it. You know, the worst thing is you don't get business. The best thing is you do. And, okay. and, it's, and the only, the worst thing is actually not doing it because you're stopping yourself. You know, I, um, I had just started videos about a year and a half ago. I do them every Friday on my Facebook page. And um, I wish I had started five years ago. Why didn't I start it sooner? You know, then I'd have thousands of videos out there. You know, so, and it just took me one day to say, okay, I'm going to do this. And then I just never stopped. And they're not perfect. They are by no means perfect. They're, my hand is shaking. I'm God knows where when I'm doing them. I could be on a beach. I could be in a bathroom somewhere. But at the end of the day, they're out there. They're getting me clients and it's building my brand as well. Um, and it never would have happened if I had waited until they were perfect. Yes. Or waited for your video crew to come in. Waited. For sure. Waited for somebody to do your hair and makeup, like all, all of that. Like even mm-hmm. being able to get on there at, after you got out of the shower or with no makeup or feeling tired. I feel that even in those moments, we connect even more with our real tribe. Like, yeah. oh, she's real. Like, she's a real person. <laughs> I actually, yeah. I know I relate to her. People want to connect with real. And that's why I think sometimes even the, 
and when I hold my video up or hold my camera up and take a video, people know I'm just talking to you, they engage with you. Whereas, and it's a, we're in a generation as well of reality TV and all, you know, everyone having their own reality show right here on their phone. Um, and I think if the more, the more polished ones, people think, oh, it's an advertisement, they're trying to sell me something or, you know, it's not, it's not real. And just like you say, people, people want real. Yeah, I completely agree. And what do you tell your clients sometimes with the done is better than perfect? And they're like, I'm not quite ready for that. I'm not sure I'm an expert. Maybe I need this other certification before I actually get started. Wait, I'm in this other certification program. And because that comes up sometimes with, with our clients. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a hard one. And usually it's not, again, it's, from the psychology, I probably learned this as well, but it's not about that degree or that piece of paper they need. It's about something else. So maybe something they were told in their childhood, they weren't good enough, maybe something, you know, I know even for me, um, you know, one of my teachers said I would never get into college. Another teacher said I would never be able to do psychology. You know, one girl, one, one teacher told, stood someone up and said, um, her mother is going to be laughing at your mother crying when you don't get into college. You know, people are, we're always telling me you can't, you won't, you know, and I think maybe that pushes me forward as well. But, um, really, even if I had no degree, if I did nothing towards marketing, I know this is what I'd be doing because I love it. It's just, you know, I love thinking up new ideas, being creative, working with people so they can actually speak to people in a real authentic way. Um, so I think if you're working with people, ask, keep asking the question, why? You know, why do you need that degree? And they'll say something and you ask, well, why do you need it? Well, why do you need that? And why do you need that? And why do you need that? Mm-hmm. And you'll come down, the last, they'll get very annoyed at you. <laughs> but the last, um, the last answer is usually, well, something happened and I thought I'm not good enough. It's usually, that's usually the way. Usually the you know, if you're passionate about something, look at the most amazing people uh, who have started businesses without any degree or anything like that. You know, they just went and did it. Now, I'm, some people want the degree and some people want the extra learning, but if it's holding you back from what you should be doing and it's always something holding you back, then you really have to think about what's going on there. <clears throat> yeah, and also I feel too do people are people wanting the services that you're offering or maybe they're asking you with my very first company which was like 12 years ago um this is my third company we our first client was like i want you to work with us and i wasn't even doing that yet i'm like uh but i'm not doing that yet i was getting my master's i'm like well i think i have to call my university and i have to see i have to take permission if i can even see a client before (laughs) Because I'm not done with that. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't care. I'll pay you whatever you want. I don't. I don't care where you are in your degree. Like none of that mattered to her because she wanted my service. And then I called yeah. the university and they said, "Yeah, sure. As long as you're honest and transparent with her that you're still doing your masters." So I went back and said that to her, and she still wanted to pay me and wanted my services. I didn't even have a contract, so I'm like, okay. I feel like that's the universe and God trying to tell you your services are good enough. You're already an expert. You will finish this degree. I did finish it, but I went ahead. I already was starting my company and then seeing Mm -hmm. other friends of hers that she referred me to before I finished. So you need to also listen to the people around you that really need you. Even if you're not quite done with that, because you're denying them with this attitude of, 
I'm not sure I'm there yet. I don't know. You're denying millions of people your expertise. Mm-hmm. And I see so many business owners as well who have all the expertise, have all the degrees they want, and they don't want to give their product to people. And I'm like, like what? It's like you saying, I have this cure for your disease, but I'll, I'll not tell you about it, and I'm not bother giving it to you. Like you need this, but I'm not going to give it to you. And you know, it's craziness. Like I can help business owners, you know, reach the right people, uh, make more money. And I'm like, why wouldn't I tell you about that? Like, why wouldn't I ring you up and say, hey, I've got this amazing thing? And it's just a confidence thing as well, you know? And like you say, you know, it's God or the universe or whatever telling you, you have this gift and there's something uniquely amazing with every single one of us. You know, I always have a slide in my PowerPoint. It's like, be yourself because everyone else is taken, you know? And there's a reason you're doing what you're doing. So you have to hone, you have to hone in on that and own that and understand that nobody can teach that. It's just who you are and your gift. It is completely, totally. And I, I wanted to go into the, also about the consistency with your videos. Yeah, consistency would be a big thing that I um, would talk to a lot of business owners about. And, you know, the road to success, success itself is exciting, amazing, you know, those amazing moments. The road to success is boring. It's consistency. It's doing your taxes. It's making sure you're doing your marketing day to day. It's making sure that you're putting yourself out there and you're, you're doing networking events, you're doing everything. And sometimes that becomes boring. But if you keep consistent with those things, that's when, that's when, um, you know, you see results. That's when success comes. So for instance, those videos I do on a Friday, like I said, you know, I could be in a restaurant and I say, oh, that's right. I must do my Friday video. And it's happened to me twice. Actually, you can check it out. I'm literally in the toilet, hoping no one comes in, doing my video, standing there talking. You can see like the, the toilet in the background, the, the sink and everything. Um, but it gets done every, every Friday it's done. And, you know, because of it, I've got a lot of clients because I do my email marketing consistently. I remember a client of mine said to me, I've been watching you for three months before I actually decided to use you on your email marketing. If I hadn't been consistent with that, I would have lost that client. You know, Mm -hmm. um, I last two months ago, I do a thing every month consistently in order to get talks around Ireland, around the world. Uh, I have six lined up this month because of what I did a couple of months ago. But if I'm not consistent with those things, success does not happen. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, and, and sometimes we get bored and we're like, oh, well, it's not showing me results right now. You know, um, what's shiny and what's new? And we try to move into different things and we say, oh, what else could I sell or what else could I do without actually perfecting this side of our business and being consistent and until we reach that success pivot and then move on. So, um, yeah, a big thing I've learned, and it's even for myself not being consistent, not just my clients, I've learned that when I started being consistent with the things that are working, like the business was coming in, I felt better, and there was more structure around everything I was doing. There's a system in my business. Yeah, and you feel like you're keeping your word to yourself. Mm-hmm. You're not yeah. letting yourself down. Or that's, that's how I feel when I'm being consistent. Oh yeah, for sure. And that, that's a big thing. You know, I've taken it off the to-do list. That's what I've done. And then when you see the results as well, you know, you can have that glass of wine or whatever, or your ice cream or whatever you treat yourself with, your new, new piece of clothing or whatever, um, and, and feel happy about it. Yes, completely. And can you go more into detail about when you, how to stop or like that was something that you learned sometimes of when you did get success, 
well, and it's something that I tend to do too. I'm like, yeah, I had the success over here and now I'm going to, I'm going to go this way because I need to do that too. Instead of stopping and being like, that was fucking awesome when I just did (laughs) landing the new client. Wow. I'm so excited about that. Instead of taking that minute, a lot of times I'm diverting and I'm like, well, I got this other four hours of work that I need to do and I'm going to go do that instead of pausing. Can you give me some feedback on that or how is how you handle that or what you learned about yourself? Yeah, um, I think um, it's, well, consistent. When I was consistent with things, and then I did the exact same thing as you. Like I get all the results and be like, oh, that's it. Okay, I'm done. You know, I've done it now. And then the results stop happening. So, for instance, I remember there was one Christmas where I had loads of clients just up coming just before Christmas, and I catch they were actually because I usually do like a six month plan with people. I mean, sometimes a year or whatever, but. They were all kind of dropping off at the same time. And instead of continuing to work on my business, I just let them, you know, I let it go. And I wasn't consistent with what works. And I was at Christmas going, oh God, what am I going to do? You know, um, I didn't do what I needed to do back three months ago or six months ago to keep this going. So now I'm stuck with, okay, I have no clients. I have to start all over again. And I started all over again and it was fine and it was a bit scary. And I said, I'm never letting that happen again. I'm never having the same Christmas again, freaking out about this. Um, but it is just learning every time, learning what's not working. But the problem is like, no one could have told me. I'm stubborn as well, but no one could have told me. You know, you have to sometimes go through it to grow through it, you know, um, and to learn from it and to say, that is never happening to me again. You know, and that that's what holds me to consistency. Knowing that success can't happen unless I am consistent and remembering that time that it wasn't so great and remembering the times that it is great and sometimes getting out of my own way, you know, when it's all going great and then I go, oh, that's not really the way it works, you know, so Emma, keep going, keep doing it. Yeah, and how do you take time to congratulate yourself when you've been consistent and you've built all that momentum and you're getting more clients? How do you... What, what do you tell yourself or how do you sometimes take a break within that? Yeah. yeah. And this, this is something I actually struggle with all the time. So bad. I, like, but then I catch myself, you know, so it's, it's not something like I'm a total expert in or anything. Mm-hmm. Even last week I was speaking to someone and I organized um, a TEDx event for myself and a team here in Donegal. And um, I was speaking about that. I was just saying, oh, we organized that event, but I didn't get that email out. And he said to me, look at the two things like you're comparing here, an email and, you know, a TEDx event. And I thought, Emma, you're, you're back there doing it again, not congratulating yourself for the stuff. You know, I was focusing on the negative stuff, the stuff that I didn't get done, rather than going, okay, that was great. You actually, you organized that event, you did this. So again, sometimes it's a little bit around the gratitude. So I, when I'm doing my, my I do um, gratitude in the morning, so it's like five things I'm grateful for. I might say, you know, I'm... Um, grateful that I was able to organize that event. I was grateful that I got those new clients. I'm grateful for my business earning X amount this month. Um, that helps me stay grounded as well. Um, sometimes I meditate as well and I take time to, you know, enjoy everything and I try to focus on those positives. And sometimes it's just catching myself. So making sure that if I'm saying something like that, I'm aware and I'm saying, no, Emily, you've, you've done lots of great things and well done. And then sometimes it is rewarding myself as well. So, you know, having, like I said, that glass of wine or, you know, at the end of the month, I often think about the good things I've done and then say, right, I'm going to go buy, I'm mad into clothes and stuff. So I go buy myself something new and it mightn't be 
you know, it's not a hundred euro or dollars, as you used to say, you know, it could be 10, it could be 20, but it's just that token that reminds me I deserve this because I did something good. Yeah, because I, I worked super hard this mm-hmm. this, uh, this past month, or I, I achieved some of these goals and anything to reward yourself for. I, yeah. I completely agree. The more ambitious yeah. you are, even the more you need to take that time. For sure, because you forget sometimes how hard it was or, you know, and people probably, you know, I'm, I'm often doing new stuff or, you know, starting new things or whatever. And like even the TEDx thing, people probably forget that, you know, you know well done, Emma. And people didn't say well done, you know, but they probably forget as well. It's, you know, when you're on, when you're constantly doing things and you're an entrepreneur, it can be kind of lonely and you want someone to say, well done and, you know, keep going. But if, if you can't do that, go out and buy something. It's just as good. <laughs> yeah you need to do it for yourself yeah 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 to learn how to tell yourself well done mm-hmm. you deserve yeah, the hot sure. bath tonight you deserve that glass of wine you deserve the the cheesecake or the uh, i i make i don't think cheesecake is popular in ireland right oh no it is yeah, yeah. it is okay yeah. i just made cheesecake this week so it's like i deserve that piece of cheesecake i deserve <laughs> that chocolate cake i deserve you know like really rewarding yourself completely mm-hmm. eating it and but before we hop off, Emma, I wanted to dive deep into if you were starting now your your company or you were about to launch a new company, what are like five gold nuggets that you want to share with the tribe that you wish you knew and you feel like will guarantee them to get on the trajectory of success right now? Okay, no pressure then. Yeah, no pressure. <laughs> um, <laughs> I feel like I could have 105, but I suppose... Yeah, <laughs> The main ones would be um, well, something massive for me is other people's opinions are none of my business. So even when I started out, I was quite young. So I was 26 when I started my business. And maybe that isn't that young, but... Um, me too, same. The oh, cool. Yeah, cool, 25, cool. 26. Uh, yeah, um, absolutely. Um, a lot of people would have said to me, are you not scared? What if it doesn't work out? What blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, this is me. Like, I was actually more scared not to do it than to, than to do it, you know? So it really pushed me forward. But if I had listened to their opinion, maybe I wouldn't have started my business. Maybe I would have said, oh, God. And everyone has an opinion as you go through. Oh, you should be doing it this way. You know, oh, you shouldn't be wearing that outfit. Or maybe you should, you know, I remember I was used to be like bright blonde, like a luminous blonde. And at one stage, I had like purple running through it. And I remember someone saying, don't know if you should have purple in your hair as a business owner. You know, and I changed my hair color. And I thought, Emma, like, you're crazy. Like, oh, that no. has nothing to do with how well I do my job. But I was letting other, other people's opinions affect me. And really, whether someone thinks I'm amazing or someone thinks I'm not so great, it's actually no reflection on who I really am, you know? I know who I am and I know what I can do and I know I can help people. And it doesn't matter what I wear, what I say, I know that's that's my gift, if that makes sense. Yes. So it doesn't matter what other people say and it shouldn't affect you. So sometimes it's good to take advice and that type of thing, but when you know who you are and you're authentic to that, that's when no one else's opinion really, really matters. You take it on and you take what you need from it and then you move on. Um, I think a big thing as well would be remembering why your why behind what you're doing sometimes we can get so bored in the day-to-day stuff and moving forward and you know it's long days um even last week I left this house at six o'clock in the morning I think I got home at 
11.30. And that was, I was doing two talks that day, uh, three meetings I think I had. It was just constant all day long. Um, I was traveling to Dublin. It was like three hours down the road. So, but I know my why at the end of it. I know why I'm doing what I'm doing. So that keeps me going. I think when entrepreneurs forget their why, they get bored. They get burnt out. They don't, they're not excited anymore. And when you're not excited about what you're doing, what's the point? I mean, you can work for someone else if you're not excited and not be excited about their business, you know? Yeah. Do you feel like that's starting from the beginning of them knowing their why even from the beginning? Like, 100%. How do they feel connected with it? Uh, sometimes it's like, it's not only about where, what does the market need? And, oh, I think that's a good idea. It's also about how do you feel about this? Like, can you work 12-hour days with this why mm-hmm. before you start? What's your What's your opinion on that? Yeah, definitely before you start. Like, when I started mine, like like I said, left on a Friday, started on a Monday. I couldn't do that without a why, without knowing, like, why I wanted to do that. And I think um, it changes as you get older and as you go through your business, your why changes. But as long as you always have that and you always come back to it, But definitely when you're starting, your why has to be something really authentic as well. It can't be, I want to make loads of money. I mean, yeah, sure, we all want to make loads of money. That's a really good why. But it can't be your only one. And it can't be, I want a big car, I want a big house. It has to be something intrinsic. It has to be something inside you that is going, when all those things don't really matter anymore, that's going to keep you going. And especially when you're starting, because it is not easy to start a business, you know? It's not all, you know, this is it, I'm in business and, you know, the money's going to flow in. It's actually the hardest time when you're starting. It's probably the the most uh, important time to know your why. Yes, it's not always I'm drinking pina coladas on the beach because I'm working (laughs) here. I mean, some of the time you can, you can be doing that, but it's not, yeah, it's not about that. Yeah, you have to build up to it. There's a lot of behind the scenes. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I suppose something I've learned big style is, and from the very start, I would have maybe not done this as well as I do it now. And that's doing what you say you're going to do. So if I say to you, I'm going to have that report in by Friday, I have it in by Friday. If I say to you, I'm, you know, let's do a meeting and I'll meet you in the coffee shop at 5 PM and I don't turn up. I mean, like you cannot repair that reputation. Um, so just make sure that you can actually fulfill the tasks. Because one thing I would have done is say yes to everybody. You want me to brush the floor while I do your marketing plan? No problem. I will do whatever you want me to do, even if it breaks my back, you know? And actually, you lose respect to people. You can't make those deadlines, so you lose your reputation. And it's really, really hard to come away from that and get back from that. And you need to learn that fast. So if you can't do something, say you can't do it because people will respect you more you know, or give them an exact time. Don't try and please people. Yeah, I completely agree. Something along the lines of that's going to take a little bit more time. I need, this is going to take this many hours. Are you okay with us giving this on Tuesday? Or maybe they may, they may actually adjust what they want. Be like, actually, I really need it on Friday, but I can live without these three things. It's all about the transparency also and keeping the conversation and not being worried that, oh, they're going to be upset because they would rather hear what's going to happen than not have the product, right? Mm-hmm. And not have what you said and not, not like feeling like you didn't follow through 
without vegan, but you were, I mean, maybe the entrepreneur is afraid that they may hurt their feelings or they're going to be upset with me if I just say this clearly, but they're going to be more upset if they don't get the product that they thought they were getting. Definitely. I always say transparency um, trumps disappointment. Yes, for sure. Um, and I suppose some other things I've um, learned, that I, one is really important, I think, and it's how you teach people how to treat you. Yes. So I would have kind of done whatever, you know, if they want me to, like I say, brush the floor or call me at 12 at night, yeah, no problem, I'm here, because I've always been a hard worker. I mean, I'm the kind of person who've always had about two or three jobs on the go at once. Like, I've traveled to Australia and worked there and, like, did farm work in the day and worked in bars at night and cleaned hostels and all the rest. Um, so I've always been a hard worker, and it was hard to come away from that and say, actually, I'm the boss, and this is how it works to clients, you know? So and teach them and I like I got repetitive strain in my arm from lifting my phone to my ear so much, like literally. So when I started getting affected by it, my health was affected by it. And I always use the the um, comparison of when you're in an airplane and they tell you to put your oxygen mask on first because you can't look after no one else. It's the exact same in your business. So if your clients are running you ragged and you have you know you're being everything and every everyone to everyone and you're not looking after yourself, how do you expect to service people in the right way? So when you decide, actually, this is how I run my business, this is how you communicate with me, this is how often we communicate, and the lines of that is real clear, that's when actually it works better for both sides. Because they're getting the best of you, you're getting the best of them, and it just works better. Yeah, and when you do give to them, you're giving from a place of, this is fun for me, I'm enjoying, like, let's play together. Yeah. As opposed to, oh, I have to do this. And they feel that energy too. Yeah, like, definitely. They definitely. don't want you coming. I mean, they, I feel like their ideal client doesn't want you coming from that kind of energy. That's and, it. And, and that's when you start attracting that ideal instead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And being comfortable with, okay, well, maybe this doesn't work for you. Because we even have it in our contract, the hours that that we're going to be available to talk. Me too. And it's still hard for me to even hold myself to those hours. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I want to get an email outside of those hours, and, I, and I'm like, stop, stop, stop. <laughs> I have to take a step back and be like, no, I can't do that because I set those hours. And, he, and it, it takes some redirection, even for myself, that like, mm-hmm. okay, this can wait till tomorrow. They've messaged me outside of the working hours. I read it, and... I'll wait till tomorrow or maybe not even checking our emails at night after those certain hours because then yeah. you don't put it on your your brain that I need to answer right now and no I have to stop myself and I feel like that's somewhat of a muscle that you start flexing and then it, it starts to become easier yeah definitely and like you want to be present with the people that are with you you don't want to be the person who's always on the phone answering emails always answering calls you know when work finish and like you'll go mad if that's the case as well because you will burn yourself out so when work finishes you know you'd be present with your friends your family whoever's with you um and I suppose the fifth thing I would say is about really I would hear you know if you say to someone oh how's business and they would say oh really busy it's great and actually busy is not always better and busy is not always successful and business busy is definitely not always making money so the biggest thing I've learned is to work smarter instead of harder. And like I said, I am a hard worker. I've always been a hard worker. 
but there is ways to work smarter and make more money as well, even work less and make more money. And that's something I have in, have in my own business. That's why I've changed things, and that's what I teach people as well how to do that. Um, and actually coming to terms with, okay, well, I'm not working every minute of every day. This must be a bad thing. To actually like, okay, I'm going to enjoy my downtime, and I am going to be, you know, making money in my in the time I am working. And when your bank balance reflects that as well, you're happy to work smarter instead of being a busy fool, really. For real. Yeah, I try to even take that out of my vocabulary. Heck, yes, busy, it just feels stifling. It feels like yeah. I'm thinking that I'm overwhelmed. <clears throat> mm -hmm. If somebody asks me, it's like, um, why, yeah, that doesn't, I completely agree with you. It doesn't always equate to good. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It, it equates to kind of like running around with your head cut off. And is that really the the place that I want to be coming from? No, not, and that's, why you, that's not why you started your business. To yeah. be work. You know what I mean? That's not what you want. You actually want freedom. And that's why most people start. They want, I have a really cool slide in my, in my slide deck. And it's like this little kid in his face is like pushed up against a window. And it's like, that's what I was like when I worked for someone else. I just wanted out and I wanted freedom. I wanted to be out on my own. And I didn't want to be flat out busy, you know, running about the place, like you said, crazy. I wanted to be able to have the freedom to do what I want to do and love it, you know? And that, that's when you work smarter. Yes, I completely agree, Emma. Yeah. Thank you so much for being here with us. No problem. Thank you so much for having me.